Let's try that one more time. Uh, how you going? It's your boy here, Dan, at the B-League Says, coming at you live for going for two live for a, a really off-the-cuff sort of a, an episode. Uh, here we are. We are going to go live with an underdog big board tournament 30-second live draft. And as it would be, you're going to sit here and chew your ears off a little bit about the Super Bowl because turns out I was probably meant to do that this week. I was meant to join on Friday's show with Jeff and uh, Ryan, I believe, and we we're going to talk about Super Bowl props, and I'm going to have a, a little bit to say about that as well. We'll go over a few of my favorite props uh, as we go, because normally uh, I would have held uh, or hosted your uh, Wednesday show as it were. I don't know how I'm going to do this properly by uh, having my phone next to me to draft so I don't screw this up at the same time. I know I'm going to miss a couple of picks, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, anyways, uh, for what it's worth, I will be coming at you this off-season for going for two uh, to do some live best ball drafts and a bit of content here or there with Jeff and the guys and girls over there. And it, I can't wait to do that, actually. I, I love doing best ball. I, I want to go as far to say I believe it is my favorite form of playing Dynasty, I can I can take it or leave it. I don't do uh, any redraft anymore. And to be fair, I am now in that place of just putting on bets and punts and props and, and some best sports. It's just really what I'm here to do. And I, I really love to do that, to be honest with you. So when Jeff asked me if I wanted to uh, come and do some content, I was like, yep, sure, let's, let's, let's do that. For what it's worth, for those who are playing along, you can always go to underdogfantasy.com, promo code GF2 for 100% matching deposit up to $100. On your initial outlay, I have drawn the uh, incredible, uh, especially when you're drafting, it's great. Uh, when you're doing a show, it's fantastic to get, the, to, to get the last pick because you can just start to take shots and you get more time to talk in between. So for what it's worth, uh, I can do that for you guys here. Yeah, thanks. You know what, Jamie? I, I feel like I've done this elsewhere. And, uh, you know, happy birthday to you, my friend. Uh and I have, I have absolutely screwed up elsewhere now. For those who have done any best ball this off season so far, uh, it is an absolute shit show uh, and it's not great. Uh, the ADP is what basically people drafting off what happened this year and not, not any projections, not free agency, not this, not that or the other. Marvin Harrison is sitting there already. Uh, if you're looking at the ADP as an early second, for me, I feel like going a little bit safer. I'm gonna double down. I'm gonna take the two best players on the board for me at this point. Uh, that aren't quarterbacks. I'm going to go AJ Brown into Jonathan Taylor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't believe. Me. Yeah, honestly, uh, you know, I just jumped into a you know a quick one here, mate. Uh, I, I was I had zero intentions of actually doing any drafting today. It was meant to be uh, tomorrow night for tomorrow night's show with uh, with Jeff and Ryan, but I figured you know why not double down and get this season started as well. I'm at home at the moment. I've got a sick kid bit of asthma at home. He's in his room uh, on his iPad just chilling for now. He's got some downtime. So, uh, yeah, we can we can go with that. But, yeah, I feel like Jonathan Taylor's up for a big year. I know a lot of people are going to be worried with how that's going to mesh with Anthony Richardson. I, I'm not that worried, to be honest. I think they're two incredibly good players, and they can be incredibly good players and productive good players at that same time. AJ Brown, for me, uh, what was he at one point? Forget the Eagles' end of season. At one point, what was it? didn't he set the record for most 100-yard games straight? And, like, we're just overlooking that for, like, Marvin Harrison Jr. Isn't that wild? Like, that to me is insane. It's not like he's going anywhere. Jalen Hurts isn't going anywhere. They, their play calling was all right. I don't think they had any problems in that regard. I just feel like they just couldn't. 
you know, I've seen a few other things from the Pro Bowl and the players are just coming out saying, we just we didn't execute. Okay, if that's it, AJ Brown's going to be a surefire guy that's going to outplay his ADP for me uh, in in that as it would be. Um, but yeah, you know, we get to we get to look forward to the Super Bowl and we get to look forward to that. <sighs> look forward to it. I mean, to be fair, it would have been a little bit of hell getting on all the Super Bowl. I, I think I did that with Jeff once when the Niners were in it against Kansas a couple of years ago. I think I've also been on the Super Bowl show with the Bengals. I think that might have been the last time I was on the show with Jeff and the guys. It's been that long, but um, yeah, we got a few good props on that week as well. We got a few interesting ones. I'll tell you what I like over at Underdog, a few prop bets that are on there. Uh, I saw Chris Jones and George Carroll after at 1.25x for over on sacks. And I like Joey, uh, Joey, Nick Bosa as well to hit one as well. I don't think there's going to be a bunch of sacks, but if I had to pick on any of the any of those guys that hit sacks this week, I kind of feel like that's the one. I'm many who's out, so if you're looking for like deeper odds through your bookie, Mike Danner could be an interesting play, um, as it would be. After the test show name, Eccles, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what the show's name on here, man. I didn't know. I just kind of went on and hit play. Whatever happens, happens. I'm just, I'm going to go with that. I am up at about nine picks. Uh, let's have a look at this draft board. Is there anything weird? I'm looking on here. Nothing really too weird, obviously. Going through so far, Brees Hall going is what what early first. Jimmy Gibbs, I still don't know. I don't. You've got to be really confident in him to go that that early in best ball. Lakers money line, yep, cool. I don't know too much about basketball, so that's Lakers money line. Go for it. How about it? We don't have best ball and Super Bowl props. Thank you, Facebook user. Lakers money line. Let's get on it. Let's go. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing really shocking here at the moment that I've seen. Um, you know, Debo Samuel going that early as well. That could be something to look at late second. I feel like Ayuk might be the better player there as well. So Diggs falling out of that first round. You look at all those guys that have fallen out of that. Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, they've all fallen out as well. Jonathan Taylor's fallen out. You know, Rashi Rice in the early second. Ooh, geez, that's spicy. Rashi Rice early second round. I don't know if I could do that. That that's a lot of um, that's a lot of projection going on there. For those who have played any best ball uh, so far, you'll see that there's a bunch of running backs falling. Like you know, people are just staying away from them. Uh, there's a bunch of them falling, uh, and, and quarterbacks as well. And again, this is 20 rounds as well, so you can wait on running back. I think. Uh, I'm up in a couple of picks. I do like the idea of Rashad White. Uh, he was my most rostered running back last year across pre-draft and post-draft uh, best ball tournaments. I had him oh, pretty much in every lineup, and I'm pretty happy with that. Jalen Waddle was a mid-second round, and now he's fallen into the late third. Um, and he's an easy stack with Tour a little bit later as well. Um, yeah, so a guy like that, that's, you know, I'm looking at that. I think neighbors before Devonta Swift. No, I'm not going to do that. Waddle, Cup, London, that could be an interesting one there too. Rashad White, I'm going to go on that. And we are going to jump on, I don't know why we wouldn't get on Jalen Waddle, Cooper Cup. He, he just he just projects for so much volume, Cup. I know people are going to say that he's hurt. I'm actually going to go with Waddle. He's fallen back far enough. We've got two running backs, two wide receivers. Uh, in terms of strategy, I've, I've actually got none today. I'm just going to pick whatever's there. I, I'm on the turn. I'm going to probably do this a fair bit. So, um, Chiefs money line. 
outright winners. Uh, yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that happening. I, like, they're hard to, I mean, to, to keep Baltimore down to 10 points, like, that's hard to do. They stifled uh, Buffalo as well. That's hard to do. That They haven't played pretty football, but they've been getting the job done. And I feel like you look at the way that San Fran lost this year and the games that they had lost, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty games, to be fair. So I think if they can, if they can make this dirty, and you've got to look at, like, you gotta look at that Chiefs Chiefs defense. It's just ridiculous at the moment. Like they, they, I've said this before. At one point this year, they were talked about as one of the most, or if not the best, defense in the NFL. And then the, obviously the offense wasn't putting up points, and they started copying it from there. And I, I don't think that's changed for their defense. They're kind of incredible in that regard. Um, so I feel like that's one of those things. You know what? They've allowed what the third or fourth least passing yards this year as well. So that's something to look for when you when you're trying to bet on like the the 49ers. A receiving group as well. Uh, so I feel like they could get it done. Yeah, I, I, I'm probably leaning more towards Chiefs. It, it's hard to say, oh, you know, experience. I mean, they played these these two teams played, what, two years ago, three years ago? And so to say, oh, well, it's inexperience or experience, I get it, Mahomes and Kelsey, but like half of these 49ers guys were there anyway. So I kind of feel like that might be a bit of a cop-out answer. Maybe I feel like that's a polite way for saying that Brock Purdy might be underprepared, but to be fair, he played in some incredibly important games from the last year and this year. So I really don't like that either, to be honest with you. Back into the end of the fourth round, we're up at about another 10, 12 picks. If you like Wyatt last year, I'm assuming you're going to get on Spears this year. Um, yeah, I don't mind Tajay Spears. I feel differently about the Bucks in regards to like what they had at their disposal. They obviously, they had Otten, they had Evans, they had Godwin, they had some good pieces around them. Anyhow, they had a really good O line as well, and they ended up just beefing that up. It was hard to really. I guess it's the same sort of environment where you don't know who the quarterbacks were. Okay, it might be Will Levis, but maybe they jump on the new quarterback. I understand that. Uh, Callahan, how he used his running backs through Mixon, really good in the receiving game too. So I can see why Spears is a guy that everyone wants to jump on. I get it. So, yeah, I, I mean, if I can get some spears, but the problem with that is I feel like everyone's on spears and that might inflate his value a little bit too high, especially in best ball as well. Uh, let me have a look and see where spears is at the moment. I don't think he's off the board. Tajay Spears, ADP of 68 and a half. That's a lot of, um, that's like a lot of hope, especially like in the, the realm that he's going. Like he's going in there around the Chad, Romandre Stevenson, David Montgomery, I like, Austin Eckler. Like if you had to pick one of these guys, maybe Derek Henry's in there too, Aaron Jones. Like one to one, if I had to pick one, I'd probably lean Jones. And that's, and that's just where I'm in early February. So I don't hate it. Yeah, I'm, you, you, could, you could say that he will be this year's Rashad White. But Jamie, I'm a little disappointed in you because while everybody is getting on a guy like Tajay Spears, I feel like a lot of people are leaving your guy, Roshan Johnson, alone. And that's where the, the place to capitalize is. Like, I'm not trying to get on the horse that everyone's betting on, you know, I'm trying to get on other people. So I feel like Johnson's a guy who can get a little bit later than Spears and maybe have the same sort of output as well. So I think that's there. And we, you know, say what you want about who the the Bears might be taking, oh, I am up now, up in 25 picks. So we're up here. So to go three quarterbacks this early, I don't think I'm overly huge on, but what Christian Kirk, there's no Calvin Ridley's in free agency. Zay Jones is always hurt. Evan Ingram was really the guy. I'm going Christian Kirk. I feel like he's incredibly valuable there. 
And you know what? Because you're here, we're going to go Tajay Spears. How about that? It's Jeff's money, so I don't really care. We're going to go Tajay Spears. We're going to do this. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like we, we can we can talk. Yeah, he's going in that six. Rashad White didn't go in the sixth round in, in February this year. And, and this is kind of my point. This is what I want to allude to. Rashad White wasn't a six-round running back in best ball in February. That's the problem that you have. So, yes, you're hoping for Rashad White. Again, you're always looking for guys to outproduce their ADP. You're looking for guys to out, you know, outkick their coverage, so to speak. But you're getting on like Tajay Spears early six. To me, I just I feel like there's only so much wiggle room he has to go further than that. But you want to get on a guy like Roshan Johnson, who, for what it's worth, is nowhere near these guys. Oh, look at that. Raheem Mustard's like he's fallen down to like the 90th. Whereas Rashad, you know, Roshan Johnson, ADP 123. Like, that's a guy I'd rather get on and hope he can get up into that 60s by the end of the year. Like, that's what you really want. But, you know, and what? Herbert, I think's there. No foreman. And I, I, I think the Bears figured out halfway through year okay Johnson's probably a better player than the other two so you know health aside you really want to get on Roshan Johnson I believe but that's just what they have as well speaking of extra props how about Jair Brown we're looking at him at over six combined tackles he had 10 last week against the Lions obviously he lined up against the Porter and St. Brown so we're looking at it almost like for like we're looking at him so I kind of like that this week in Super Bowl props over at Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code GF2 for 100% matching deposit up to 100 bucks. So over six combined tackles for Jair Brown, safety for rookie safety for the 49ers. Again, 10 combined tackles last year against Laporta. Yeah, St. Brown, and he chipped in with the running game as well. He had a big, big game uh, there. I really like that. How about me starting off with two props for IDP? That's just, uh, that's fantastic. That's what I'm here to do to provide that sort of information i am up where am i up 16 picks 10 picks to go Ooh, a little delayed let's have a look at what we have so far our team at the moment we're looking at this at this point we've got way too many running backs i would never draft this many running backs in my life this early jonathan taylor rashad wright tajay spears talk about your hit and miss if anyone's done any drafts as well you'll know how abysmal tight end is and we're looking at Evan Ingram here. I, I'm going to miss the stack with, uh, oh my dear God, Kyle Pitts is sitting there. Do I dare dabble? I'm going to dabble this one. I'm going to reach. I, don't, I really don't care for reaching as well. When I'm on the turn, I'm not worried. I'm going to take those two best guys near me. Hopkins is there as well. I don't mind his stack with Levis coming up later. Haven't got any quarterbacks and they're starting to fall as well. Uh, Watson's a bit of hit, uh, hope and you know, hope and playing as well, but I'm not, I'm not sure I'm going to go down that. I might actually double tap at tight end i can see tj hawkinson's there he might miss some time we got kyle pitts so if i can get there up in four picks i'm going to double tap whoa and joku's in there as well how would i not again my uh, my second most rostered tight end last year david and joku so i feel like i hit on him as well my laugh as you will my most rostered tight end last year was Taysom hill how could it not be he's a quarter he's not a quarterback he's a tight end that plays quarterback but gets points for playing quarterback while he's playing tight end. I hate that. I, I really hate that. But whatever, it's a chief code, cheat code at this point. Uh, so I had a lot of Taysom Hill last year. I'm going to double tap tight end here so I don't have to think about it again. Uh, Deshaun Watson's falling insidiously late. Like, it's it's crazy. He's going in like the 13th round or whatever, 12th, 13th round at this point. Fields is there too. That's pretty cool. But I think a lot of people are scared of him. Uh, do we want to buy into that? Jordan Love's in there as well. Mike. God, 
So many good quarterbacks. This must be the uh, quarterback field. Brock Purdy's in there, Kyler Murray. This is a really good spot to have quarterbacks too. You know what? I could do one of each or I could go double or nothing. Ooh. I feel like tight ends are abysmal at this point. So I'm going to double tap. I'm going to get crazy. Let's go Ingram into Njoku. Let's get weird. 20 rounds, why not? If... If Taysom Hill is only quarterback eligible this year on underdog, he is not worth a lick. But if he has tight end eligibility at this point, he does not. Taysom Hill is only quarterback. I mean, no one's touching him. <laughs> no one's freaking touching He's not touching him. There's no point. So, you know, I'm not getting on Taysom Hill at that point, but at tight end, he was like, I think, I think I was getting him like in the 10th, 11th, 12th round. And he ended up as like the tight end 12. And, you know, he has that up his sleeve, doesn't he? That, that cheap ability. So he does everything but throw the ball. And yet he's in there as a quarterback. You know, I think, he's, I think he's a fullback, running back. Anything else is kind of alive and whatever. That's where we're at at this point. Uh, so we've got two tight ends. Three running backs, three wide receivers. We are going to look at some quarterbacks coming up soon and soon enough. Speaking of quarterbacks, we're going to hit on Patrick Mahomes under half an intercept this week against the 49ers. I know that sounds crazy, but my God, I was talking about this. I was looking into this as well. Uh, listen to uh, Chris Raymond from the Action Network. He, got some, he, get, he gets into some real weird stuff. If anyone's followed any of his work uh, over however many years, he had some weird Mahomes stats. Like he's at 50%. Regular season games having an intercept in his games, that cuts down to twenty percent or twenty three percent in the playoffs. So he's he's had like he's had something like you know seventeen playoff games, you know twenty three percent. He's had like five or six six intercepts in seventeen games or something crazy like that. But it gets even weirder for Mahomes. Uh, he's had no intercepts in his last six playoff games, which is kind of interesting to know. And then on top of that, he's had something like, and, and this one, you know, this one kind of weirded me out a little bit. It's like, well, maybe there's something going on there that the NFL needs to explain, but they're never going to explain anything. But in terms of Patrick Mahomes, uh, he had something like 58 overturned intercepts, and the next highest quarterback is seven <laughs> since 2018. So since 2018, Patrick Mahomes has had 58 intercepts overturned. That's like one a game. That's wild. You know, he's had all these intercepts overturned and then here he goes. So, you know, that's kind of wild to know. So Mahomes under half an intercept. If he hasn't thrown one in six games and he's getting them overturned, I don't I think he's as safe as it gets at this point. Where am I up? Oh, no, I shouldn't have got rid of the app. So I've got to do this off my phone. I knew this was going to happen. But anyway, thanks for joining me today for an impromptu draft and a Super Bowl prop conversation. Says test. Well, this is a, as much of a test as it gets, right? So here we are. Uh, so for our, how our team looks, I am going to head over here at this point. Our team looks relatively okay. Taylor White, Spears, Brown, Waddle, Kirk, Ingram, and Joku. I can wait at running back and tight end for anything else. Now, I don't need to really dabble into that going forward for a while. I wonder if that just cut out. I have no idea jumping between screens if that cuts out. But we're up again in six, uh, six, uh, five, six picks here. Uh, Marquise Brown facing free agency. Josh Downs had a pretty good rookie year, 700 yards as a rookie with what a couple of different quarterbacks. He did well. Um, we're going to look at some quarterbacks. Man, if two are falls to get that Waddle stack. Oh, Lawrence is there. Wow, Trevor Lawrence has fallen back. Oh, my God. 
I mean, we can stack Lawrence with Kirk. That'd be pretty cool. Tua with Waddle. We got some good little options there as well. So I'm going to look into doing that too. So we got some good options there. I mean, Mike Williams. Geez, that's to me. That's like a risky pick in that. Like Chase Brown. Oh my God, Chase Brown going that early? Someone thinks Mixon's getting cut. My God, that's insane. All these running backs that are out there in free agency, and, and that's the guy that's going to get cut, Joe Mixon. I really don't think so. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going to do it. If, if, if Tua falls to me here, I'm just going to go Tua Lawrence. I'm going to double tap that. Someone's going to stipend me here, though. I already know this guy. He's watching the stream, and he's going to go, you know what, we're going to get Dan here. Screw him, we're going to go to a watch. He's going to do it. This always happens. They call it defense. Oh, we absolutely did it, you dick. We're going to get on Trevor Lawrence to stack in there with, uh, who we grab? We grab, oh, Ingrid and Kerr. Oh, well, we have to go Trevor Lawrence, don't we? We're going to definitely do that. Uh, Downs, Marquise Brown hitting there. I'm, I'm a little bit worried about him going forward. And then we're starting to get in a bit of the dregs for these guys. No, Curtis Samuel's out in uh, free agency. So that's interesting as well. Marquise Brown, I think he stays in Arizona. And if he does, that's a, that's a big play. I'm going to go Marquise Brown. I don't think he actually leaves. And you're going to get a healthy offseason with Marquise Brown and Kyler Murray. I think he's going to stay around another year. That'd be crazy to leave. You know, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, again, like he had a really good year when he came back. I thought he came back and looked all right. They had a, what, pretty a few decent weeks there towards the end. Guys like Trey McBride started to step up. You got Michael Wilson in there too. So they got some good players. James, James Conner's going to give you 12 games a year of absolute punishment and then disappear for six games when you need him most. But hey, welcome to fantasy football if you've never played before. James Conner, 12 weeks out of 12, going to be an RB1 and then disappear when you need him. That, that, them's are the breaks. There's Roshan Johnson always coming. So Roshan Johnson's going to go on the 11th, 12th round there. Depends if people want to go taking uh, running backs at that point. So Trevor Lawrence is not too bad. I'm okay with that, but we're starting to run out of, you know, we get, we're looking into the Aaron Rodgers world, Sean Watson. I mean, Watson, I'm going to reach for Watson. I already know I'm going to do it. Unless Tiger's watching the screen and going to dick me again, but hey, here we are. Speaking of fantasy football, uh, Intricacies, if, if we're being honest, he can go get fucked. There we go. We're going to touch on current events. Tiger, get fucked. Fun times. If they draft Marvin Harrison Jr., I'd like Marquise Brown more. Yeah, I mean, if they draft, if they draft Mar Marvin Harrison at this point, right, and he's already going at the end of the first round, what, what is what, Marvin Harrison, what, where do we look at this board? Where did he go? He went. Round two, pick four, he went ahead of Rashi Rice, DJ Moore, Devontae Adams, Brennan Ayok, Devo Samuel, Chris Olav, Stefan Diggs, Tank Dell, to name it. Tank Dell went in the third round? God damn. Like, I don't think I'd have Marvin Harrison a bit ahead of Michael Pittman in best ball. Like, I, just at this point, like, I, I, I really think it's a lot of people going, you know what, this is amazing. He's going to have this, like, career, like, arc of the greatest season of his life is going to happen as a rookie. Oh, oh no, he got drafted by the Patriots. Now what? Like, it, it's kind of one of those things where I think at this point, how do you even, how do you even get on him here? It's just, it's kind of madness. I, I, I'm not going to say I'm into that. Anthony Richardson in the fifth round. I don't know about that either. Joe Burrow falling to the seventh. I think that's value. Justin Herbert in the seventh value. Jordan Love had like QB5 last year, regular uh, fantasy work, you know, seventh round. 
Purdy, Purdy, Brock, if they keep their team together, Brock Purdy, like chucking like 25 points a game, like how is that even possible? Like it's it's kind of madness when you see these sorts of things. Roshan Johnson still sitting there in the 11th round. Like that's that's some value. Zamir White, there's another guy. Like why am I reaching on these other guys when I've got those guys sitting there? You know, we're playing a lottery, a bit of a lottery there, you know. Maybe, maybe the Raiders draft someone, bring someone in, but you know, there's a guy that's sitting there that that could be a thing, and I can just punch on these uh, free agent guys at the end. You obviously got your Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you got your Antonio Gibson, you got decent guys like that in the back there. So eight picks time. Yeah, I'm 100% going to Sean Watson. I don't even care. I don't even care. Yeah, team up there with Njoku. I'm gonna do that. 100%. And and you got to look at who he's being drafted around. Like, I, I'd expect Stafford to go at this point. Um, but you look, like he's around Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins. He's got, like, they tore their Achilles. Like, it's kind of madness to think, okay, Watson, okay, it was his shoulder. He looked all right. He actually looked pretty good. I thought, I thought, I thought Watson looked all right this year. He's getting a lot of stick. I mean, different chat groups, and we've spoken about that. That's... It's kind of like I get like he's a prick and I, I'm all, all this, you know, I'm all with, you know, you know, hashtag fuck that guy, you know, like he can get fucked. But it's also one of those things where like, you know, he's eight and four in his career with the Browns three and one last year. He probably had one of his best games against the Ravens as he got hurt with a broken shoulder. And we're sitting there saying, oh, you know, like Joe Flacco. Okay. Well, right. That's great. And look at all these receivers. What trash. And I should have loaded up a receiver. I, I've really made a mistake. Yeah, it doesn't really matter on the turn. It's all for it's all for the show, isn't it? We're, we're all doing it for show. Quinton Johnson, do I dare? No, I don't. Adam Thielen's in there. Josh Palmer. Okay, some decent guys in there. They're all right. Kate Davis. Ugh, free agent as well. I mean, Jerome Ford. Yeah, I don't hate it. We are going to stack Deshaun Watson. So I'm going to take him here. I have no problem with that. Kendra Miller. I mean, Kendra Miller there. Oh, my God. Brandon Cooks, Ladd McConkie. We're going to go Ladd McConkie. Let's get some draft type. Let's get one of these rookies. He's the next Cooper Cup. Yeah, okay. Okay. Whatever. Kind of funny. But that's okay. Speaking of funny, Brock Purdy lower than 246.5 this week. What do you guys think? 246.5 passing yards against the Chiefs. I mentioned before that Chiefs secondary, third fewest, fourth fewest passing yards in the NFL this year. I have a gut feeling. I, I kind of like Brock Purdy. He's doing all right. He, he's, when, he's, when he figures out that he can like just take over a team and go, okay, well, this is, I'm going to put him on my back. We're going to go from here. Let's see what happens. It's very hard to do on a team that has guys like Kittle, Debo, you know, McCaffrey, like guys like that, like big personalities. And this kid's going to come in as Mr. Irrelevant and like dictate to them, hey, this is how we're going to go. Like, to be fair, like a lot of respect for a kid to do that. So, you know, interesting, interesting for him to come in and go to the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. It's going to be an interesting way, for, you know, week for him to deal with that. He seems to have the gumption to be able to do it. So, but, you know, lower than 246 and a half, I think they, I think he, I really think he's just going to go to McCaffrey. They're going to rinse and repeat. But whether that's the best thing to do against the Chiefs, I don't know. 
Uh, they play a lot of man. I think McCaffrey might get through. The only problem I have with 246 from, uh, for Brock Purdy at this point, it's just that one domp off to McCaffrey that's going to go for like 80 yards. And as soon as like this happens, I, I, for anyone that's watched my show this year for going for two, uh, the, the B-League's pick and show, show, it's on a Wednesday normally at two o'clock. And every time I would have to pick on like a 49ers game, it's, you know, that they only really release 49ers props because no, they, no one wants to pick up props against whoever the 49ers play because everyone's going to hit under because they're all going to get smashed, right? So it's, that's common sense. So really, you'd, be, you'd have like Brock Purdy yards, you'd have Christian McCaffrey yards, you would have uh, maybe a Kittle reception here and that would be it. And every time you'd look at it, you'd be like, well, Purdy's not going to do too much. They're just going to go to McCaffrey. He's going to distribute and that's it. Purdy goes off for 350. The weeks that you're sitting there going, okay, Purdy's got like a cake matchup here. He's just going to go off. He goes for like 210. You're sitting there going, what? He was like, he was the worst this year to bet on. I, I couldn't stand doing it. But, you know, the way that they've absolutely stifled teams, you look at what the Chiefs secondary has done this year. I think last week against the Ravens, it was the most yards they conceded passing yards. They had, what, 255 against the Ravens last week conceded through the air. It's the most passing yards they conceded since like week five or four or five versus the Vikings. So they hadn't really done that in a long, long time. Up in nine picks. Ooh, that's interesting. Up in nine picks. Pretty, pretty good to go. We're going to have a look at how that goes. So they'd done that. Like they'd, they'd kept everyone quiet in that regard. But it, it is what it is. So, you know, yeah, most passing yards against Raven last week. But since since week five versus the Vikings at 266, they played Baltimore last week, two or two weeks ago, 255. In that span during the regular season, four fewest passing yards at that point. So I, I really like that for them as well. He has hit that average marker of 249 and a half, though. So he's been getting there over the last six weeks. We are up in a couple bets. Time nine picks. Oh, Wondell Robbins. I think Wondell Robbins is going to have a good year. Adam Thielen had a, almost a, not a career year, but he had a hell of a year with the uh, with the Panthers this year. No one really saw that coming from. You talk about like washed up like veterans that go through free agency. He absolutely blew everyone apart. He had a really good year. So Thielen, I'm looking at Palmer could do something maybe, but I'm looking at Thielen and Wondell here. Kate Otten could be a good thing to have as well as a third tight end. Remember, it's 20 rounds and the way tight ends and quarterbacks dropped this year, it was kind of uh, insane. So... Oh, we're getting full rounds. Uh, look at that. All those wide receivers that went off. Oof, that's no good. Do you know Smith's fallen back behind all these guys? That's what's insane to me. Josh Palmer, Marvin Mims, Elijah Moore, Zay Jones, Traylon Burks. Oh, my dear God. Let's get away from all that. Otten just went as well. Let's get weird. Let's get Aaron Rodgers. Let's get a little weird. And we are going to get on with another stack with Elijah Moore. We're going to get round out a few more, a few more of those Browns pass catches at this point. We're going to have a look at that. Speaking of touchdown props, where are we at now? What are we in the 14th round? We've got six rounds to go. That's kind of cool. So we can wrap this up really soon. How about that? 30 minutes. That's, that's 10 minutes longer than what I normally do. You can say it if you want, Jamie. You can say Adam Thielen got fucked, you know, the second half of the year. Feel free, you know. It's it's really a part of the part and parcel of the fantasy football environment at this point. So Adam Thielen got fucked, right? We can just say it. 
Jeff's not going to get mad. I think you're on about eight now. I called the line at 11 and a half, so I've got maybe another three up my sleeve. But it is what it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, Adam, Th- it was one of those weird things. Like, uh, he really he really did well the first half of the year. He was, it was amazing. And then they kind of got weird and they kind of, I don't know, changed the coach up and they went from Sanders to, to Hubbard and they didn't know who else they could throw to at that point. Was it Tommy Tremble? Was it? Terrace Marshall, Jonathan Mingo, it was none of those guys. They were absolutely stinking. They didn't know what they were doing. And now they okay, now they go and change their quarterback or their, their coach again. They've changed everything. And oh man. Man, oh man, what a mess. Halfway through the 14th at this point, or nearly there. So we got maybe another five or six picks to go, which is cool. So that means I can wrap it up early because I'm gonna get through everyone. Oh no, I'm the last pick. Oh, that sucks. I have to wait. You know, the worst thing is if you're the last pick in a best ball draft, people like those last two rounds, they don't give a, they, they don't care. They hit like the auto draft button and they just takes the whole time. It sucks. But 30 minutes, that's like a record for me. That's kind of wild. It is what it is. I, I can't believe Geno Smith's fallen down that far, to be honest. I, I That's kind of crazy to me. He's going behind like three or four injury played guys and some rookies. That's kind of crazy. Still got Metcalf, still got Lockett, still got Walker, still got Jackson Smith and Jigbo. Like you still got some good players there. Nah, Gino's going to go behind like a 38-year-old with a, a torn Achilles and a 36-year-old with a torn Achilles. That seems logical. Unbelievable. Talk about guys that are going to outplay the ADP. Oh, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Not stack Aaron Rodgers with anyone now. That might be my biggest problem. Maybe Alan Lazard. Oh, my God. Where's he going? Talk about a bust. ADP of 233. Yeah, okay. That's what we're doing. We're going to do that. Last pick. Unless Tiger's watching. Either way. Either way. Tucker Crafts in there. He was all right as a replacement for uh, Luke Musgrave. I've heard the comparisons of like Hayden Hurst and him. Well, Hayden Hurst to Mark Andrews is what Tucker Crafts going to be for Luke Musgrave. I've seen that in a few different spots, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Keaton Mitchell's fallen back, obviously. Savage uh, injury he had at the end of the season. That was a shame. He was doing quite well as well. Where are we now? Eighth round. I am sitting there. Let's have a look at this team that we're on here. Seven picks away. Let's have a look after this. So we're going to hit up on the end of the 15th, 16th round. Tucker Craft, I might go here. Tucker Craft, that's an interesting player. Oh, Trey Palmer. Loves a spike week, old Trey Palmer. We're going to do that. We're going to get Tucker Craft and a Trey Palmer. Unless someone's watching it, I'm in all sorts of trouble. And then we're going to talk about some touchdown props. We're going to do a couple of touchdown props. We're going to talk about that. Derek Carr's fallen. Oh my god, he was like he was bad, but like still, he nearly had four. He nearly had four thousand yards, twenty-five touchdowns. Kept the turnovers. Kept the turnovers low. It's kind of interesting. Where are we up to? Oh, we up? 
We are up. I am 100% going to go Tucker Craft here. Yeah, let's do that. Tucker Craft. Three running backs. Trey Palmer. Damien Pierce is in there. No Devin Singletary. They're probably going to stifle him with another free agent. You watch. It'll be someone... It'll be someone dicey like... Uh, let's do Damien Pierce. Let's get him in there. Let's do it. Let's go Damien Pierce. He can't be that bad, can he? He can be. If Devin Singletary is out playing, he's probably pretty bad. Probably pretty bad. Let's talk about some touchdown props. I'll tell you what, there's a pair of tight ends I want to talk about this game. Let's talk about George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. Let's let's talk about these two guys. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about uh, two of the best in the business. How about we talk about one of the best in the business first man coverage coming up against a team that plays plays man at a top five rate this year? Let's talk about George Kittle. Let's talk about George Kittle. Now, the 49ers are going to get shots this week. I don't think that's a shock to anyone. They're going to have their chances. And we're talking about a guy that has three touchdowns this year versus man coverage, and he had one against the Chiefs last year. So I kind of like his chances this year to score in the Super Bowl. I like Kittle this week. I think he's going to have a big game. Kittle and I, York, I really think – I think – the odd man out is going to be Devo Samuel. If I, I just got this weird thing, Ayuk does really good verse man as well. So I have this gut feeling. I feel like the Chiefs, if they if they're going to go wrong, I, I really feel like they're going to go like, oh, we're going to try and stop like Devo and C uh, and, and McCaffrey, and you know, there's going to be Ayuk and kill free. I had a pair of tight ends last night, but they went home this morning. Oh, did they get fucked? There we go. Look at that. Number nine, two and a half for the unders to hit. Oh, we're a little blue. I don't care. So I like Kittle this week. I also like Travis Kelsey. He scored in something. What is he? He scored in 13 of Mahomes' 17 playoff appearances. 76% of Patrick Mahomes' playoff appearances, Travis Kelsey scored in. So 13 and 17. 49ers have been absolutely gashed by guys like Trey McBride, Sam Laporta, and TJ Hawkinson this year. So I kind of like that for him. Feels automatic at this point that Kelsey's going to score one. If the odds for one and a half were there, I'd almost have a sniff as well. I feel pretty confident about that. We've got one more prop to go over while we're doing this. Kind of wild. Where are we up? 13 picks away. How's that team looking? Let's have a look. Let's look at this team. Let's see where we're at. Sharing the screen, Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers. I don't mind that at all. We didn't wait. we didn't pick a quarterback until the 100th pick after the 100th pick. Looking at your running backs, we went on them early. Now we're waiting. Damian Pierce is the only running back in Houston at the moment. No, no, David Singletary. He's a free agent. I still think they'll recruit something or draft something, but he's still there. Spears is the upside that White might have had with Jonathan Taylor, who I think is going to have a big, big year. AJ Brown, Jalen Waddle, Christian Kirk, Marquise Brown, Lamar Conkey, Elijah Moore. I feel pretty good about that as well. Evan Ingram, David and Joker. We've got about four picks to go. And at this point, I am going to be swinging for some fences. I don't hate that at all. Now, there's a lot of talk about strategy that's, that's out there. How many tight ends? I remember last year it was like, oh, the last four picks I'm going to have are going to be tight ends. And like, unless you hit on Sam LaPorta. Every tight end turned to dust. Every tight end turned to dust anyway. They were all kind of stinking last year. Look, like, McBride, it took him, like, till halfway through the year to kind of kick over in a year. Otten kind of was in and out. Joku had a decent season, but, you know, 
unless he unless you had him for those couple of like touchdown like double touchdown games like he had one or two in there didn't really do much for him in a regular kelsey fell off the cliff andrews got hurt hawkinson got hurt kittle was in and out like it was a really tough position to, to bank on so like you're gonna waste your last four picks on four tight ends is kind of weird it also goes down to like with quarterbacks like do you really want to take a quarterback going forward look it's young wilson he might get traded Panics is going to get drafted by someone. Nick's will get drafted. McCarthy's in there too. Kenny Pickett, still the only quarterback in Pittsburgh probably worth drafting at this point. No one's getting on Trubisky or Rudolph. But those guys are in there too. Sam Howe's still, you know, like, really at this point, you're not drafting a quarterback and at tight end, you're probably trying to wrap it up. You're looking at Noah Fant, free agent. Davis Allen, unproven. Like, who else is in there? Gerald Everett, free agent. Dolchich, injury prone. Noah Gray, stifled. Knox, second fiddle. Revan Jordan's a guy that you might want to look at as well. I like Revan Jordan this year. He might be in for one. Dalton Schultz is a free agent. Revan Jordan's a name to take in the last round. So there's different guys in there at that point. But now we're looking at really trying to beef up our, our roster at this point. We're looking at some running backs as well. 17, 18, four more picks to go. Alexander Madison, maybe. I don't know. Justice Hill had a good end of this. Oh, well, I mean, not last week. He was kind of a bit of a dud, but that's not the point. AJ Dillon's a free agent as well. We've got one minute to make two picks. Man, Chris Rodriguez has fallen back there. Tank Bisbee. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of those guys. Hmm. I am looking at Bateman. I don't think I don't have the I don't have the stones to Rashad Bateman at this point. I'm gonna go Justice Hill. I'm another 30 seconds up my sleeve. I'm gonna pick one more player. You know what? Let's get that, let's get that Giants Homerism in. Let's get that Darius Slate. Like we're talking about a guy who, like, outside of 2021 when he got hurt, you know, this is a little bit of Giants folklore for you. Darius Slayton's been the Giants' number one wide receiver since he's been a rookie. Outside of one year when he got hurt, it was Kenny Golladay that took over that year because, you know, he must have got paid to do something. But it is what it is. So Slayton is good for, like, 700 yards, four or five touchdowns a year, and he's going in the 18th round. So I'm going to get on that as well. I'm going to wrap up with wide receivers at this point. We're good there. We've got, what, seven or eight at this point. One guy's got nine receivers. That's where they all went. Thank you, Squirrel Murphy. Thank you. Like, <laughs> nine receivers. All right. So we've rounded that out with Justice Hill into that uh, department. We've got two more picks to go. We're going to get some Alan Lazard as well. Let's go running back and wide receiver to round it up. We're going to stack Aaron Rodgers, and we're going to throw a running back in there as well. Let's see who we can get. We've got 18 picks to go for our last two picks of our first best ball draft for the year. And while we're going to do that, uh, we're up on about 17 picks. We're going to talk about our last prop for the Super Bowl. We're going to go Isaiah Pacheco over 69 and a half rushing yards over at underdogfantasy.com. Promo code GF2 for 100% matching deposit up to 100 bucks because that's what we do. Uh, you got to look at how this 49ers defense has been playing. And on the ground, their run defense sucks. It sucks lately. You want to talk about how bad they've been. Uh, they've had one game in their last six where they've conceded under 100 yard rush yards. They've also had, in that span of time, in those five games, with over 100 yards. They've allowed three games over 130 in that span, including a whopping 234 versus Arizona, 180 last week versus Detroit. So recent form suggests they suck. Uh, Pacheco himself is in a spot where there's also no one really getting his way for touches. Mahomes' arms respected too much. Uh, his form as well has been pretty good. He's had five over 67, including four over 85 in the last six games as well. So I kind of like Pacheco this week to have a good game for the Chiefs. I think he'll be an underrated asset for them. Um, and and the, again, the way the Chiefs 
run defense has been, it has been pretty, pretty bad, pretty bad this year. Sorry, Jeff, but um, yeah, not good. Pacheco is one of those guys, you know, again, another guy you want to look at at multiple, if the Chiefs are going to win multiple touchdown efforts, it could be a guy like Pacheco. You know, they obviously worked in Tony last year. They worked in Jarek McKinnon this year, uh, last year. I don't think those guys are going to figure much, if at all, this year. you got to look to someone else. They get close. If it's not Kelsey, it's going to be probably Pacheco, maybe Rice. But I think Pacheco, maybe. You want to look at those odds for like over one and a half. It could be Pacheco that's going to have that big, big week. We're up at eight picks for our final two picks. I am looking at wide receiver. We've got Alan Lazard. Who else have I got in this queue? What have I done here? Revan Jordan? Chris Rodriguez could be interesting. I feel pretty good at tight end. Maybe let's get rid of Brevin Jordan. Let's go running back to round it out. If I can get one. Alec Pierce is another name. That's he's in there. He's interesting as well. 500 yards, two touchdowns. Some of that back-to-back years. Uh, obviously, uh downs didn't help him as well. Switching your quarterbacks didn't help. It is what it is. Let's see what we got here. Daniel Mooney's on the board. He's a free agent as well. Chris Rodriguez, people are staying away from. Interesting. Everyone's talking about Tank Bigsby again. I don't know why. Interesting. Clyde edwards He's got to be like the best free agent running back out there, him and Antonio Gibson. Let's get weird. Let's get in. Let's get some Clyde edwards I refuse to draft him for like the longest time. And just for shits and gigs, I'm going to do it to get, do it, do it today. Edwards Hilaire is going to go somewhere. He might even stay on a one-year deal in Kansas. You never know. The Chiefs are weird like that. They could bring guys back for like one year. Is it Damian Williams, you know, Jared McKinnon? They do that sort of thing. They bring guys back in for one year. Oh, my God. It's wheels up for this guy. He's going to have a career. And then, oh, we've just resigned the same guy to be in the same cycle of like everything. All right, we're going to do that. Let's do it. Let's go. Alan Lazard, the stack with Aaron Rodgers. We've got to get something. And Clyde Edwards Hilaire around out our running back group. Let's, let's just get really, really weird with it. So, again, that's our first draft. That's our first live draft, 30-second uh, big board draft over on fantasy.com promo code GF200% matching deposit up to $100 on your first initial outlay as it would be. Take the owner on the national anthem. Reba McIntyre passed anthems for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, your anthem, the American national anthem is long enough as it is. Just get on with it. As an outsider, you know, you guys kind of drag, drag it on and hit those theatrics a bit. It's a little bit too much for me, but, you know, whatever. USA, go, whatever. It's too long on those, too long on those anthems. But we're going to round out this team. Look, we're going to talk about this one here. So we're going quarterback, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers. We waited at quarterback till after the 100th pick. We went Lawrence, Watson, and then Rodgers. I absolutely reached on Watson, but I wanted that stack with Njoku. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Running backs, I kind of don't hate. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Rashad White, Tajay Spears, uh, you know, guys that should figure in that regard. Damian Pierce, again, the only running back in Houston. It's the only game in town at this point. They might bring Singletary back. If he does, he is screwed. Uh, Justice Hill, he had some good games, and they seem to lean on him as well. I know Davin Cook's kind of there, but not really. Clyde was hilarious. A free agent running back who will probably land on a roster somewhere and get some work, I am hoping. Wide receivers, I kind of like A.J. Brown, Jalen Waddell, uh, Christian Kirk, I love this year. No Calvin Ridley. Uh, Zay Jones always hurt. I feel like Christian Kirk's time to shine is back again. Marquise Brown is a free agent. I think he stays in Arizona. Lad McConkie as a rookie getting that hype. 
going to get some work, I, I think. Elijah Moore had some decent games. I know it was kind of in and out with Watson and, and with Flacco, but he kind of has those moments as well. Darius Slayton, again, the number one receiver in New York at this point, is there as well. Alan Lazard is a compensation pick for us uh, to stack with Aaron Rodgers because why the fuck not? Uh, and at tight end, we're going with Evan Ingram to stack with uh, Trevor Lawrence and Christian Kirk. What good value those Jags players have given us at this point. Why not? And Joker to stack with uh, Elijah Moore and uh, with Elijah Moore and David uh, and, and Deshaun Watson. And we have got Tucker Craft in there as well. We've had some good games with uh, Luke Musgrave out. If he pops up, he pops up and chips in, he chips in. It is what it is. Anyways, 48 minutes. Good Lord. Why have I done that? I can't believe I got talked into this. But either way, we're going to keep going. Good luck with the Super Bowl. I've got the Chiefs going over. We're going to go over as well. And we're going to go with the Super Bowl MVP because everyone's a sucker. Uh, we're going to go Travis Kelsey because, you know, the media just wants to run that down our fucking throats again for another week. Oh, my God. Look at him. Front page, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. Sign him up. MVP. Get on with it. Yeah, it's absolutely going to happen. But it is what it is. Thank you for joining me again. Good luck with the Super Bowl. Safe punts. Happy props. Happy punting. Cheers and goodbye.